Welcome to another episode of Love Life Legacy. My name is Tisa Tsumutasa and I'll be your guide as we navigate life's biggest challenges from boys to books to bosses, you name it. Now settle in, let's have fun. Hi everyone, I'm back. <laughs> so, um, hi, it's Tisetso. Um, if you're new, my name is Tisetso Mudasa. Please remember to like, subscribe to the podcast. And if you're a YouTube fan, please go find Love Life Legacy there as well. Now, in today's episode, I'll be explaining why it is I've been away. It's not the most exciting um, recording, but um, it's just a window into my life and into what I've been going through. I do hope you guys will pick up whatever lessons, you know the drill, change one life. Um, and yeah, it is a very, 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 it was a very tough moment for me. Um, but I do hope you enjoy. And hopefully once we clear this all up, we can move on and continue being the awesome Love Life Legacy family I know you guys to be. Thank you. Enjoy. Hey, isn't the most exciting video? Um, I'm actually going to be sharing my journey. Um, not just my journey, but more an explanation as to why I haven't been able to record for the last couple of months. I don't even know how far back I need to take this, <laughs> but it's whatever. Unscripted, uncut. So um, about two months ago, um, shortly after I, I posted my previous video, um, I went to the hospital and found out that I'm not well. Um, so just to backtrack even further to... Um, two years back when I decided I'm going to not continue um, being the head of product at my previous company and chose to become a housewife. Um, I, I went to the gynecologist and I told her to take out my intrauterine device. And yes, maybe I should do a cringe alert now. If you have issues with vaginas and things like that, go log out, not log out. Go watch other videos. <laughs> so, because um, I will. It's a reproductive issue. So, um, okay. So, two years back, um, I went to the gynae, told the gynae, okay, I can take out the IUD. I'm ready to start um, working on having baby number three. I do have two kids. Um, I'm on Tendum Buso. I'm just turned nine last week, Saturday. And Ambuso is turning six in April. So, um, yeah, I have a boy and a girl. And most times, gosh, I'm sweating. <laughs> Can't put the thingy on because it makes too much noise. But um, I've put the fan on, though. Um, Can't put the AC on because, yeah, it glitches. Um, so, yeah. Why am I so distracted? I think I'm distracted. I've been trying to, to record this. For so long. Oh, but anyway. Um, so, yeah. 
I took out the IUD. I was feeling ready for baby number three. Hubby was more like, I'm happy with what we have, but it's whatever. If we have a third one, we have a third one at home. You'll have time to take care of the baby. Great. So for the past two years, I've been like almost every single month, like excited, anticipating. And then every month I get a period. But my period was weird because it was only two months. And because I was coming off of a contraceptive, I felt like, okay, maybe I'm just adjusting to, like my period is just going to normalize eventually. You know how it is with contraceptives. Anyway, in the two years, I picked up a lot of weight and I tried, I tried everything. I was doing walks. I was doing aerobics and hitting gym and like really, really trying to lose the weight I picked up. And I just thought, no, I'm picking up weight because I'm at home. I'm not doing much. I'm just running around after the kids. And even the work I do um, that's business related, it's not, it doesn't require a lot of activity. So I just, it, that's, that has, was how I was rationalizing everything. Um, but then um, two years in, I'm feeling like, no man, it's time to have a baby. <laughs> like this must happen now. And um, then my husband um, and Shay, he was supposed to join us, but um, it's, the wounds are still a little bit fresh. And yeah, I have to kind of allow him to go through his process. So um, for me, I decided I'm ready to share because I don't like it when people share when they've already resolved the issue um, because you get the glory, a lot of the glory more than the actual pain. And I thought I'll share when it's still raw so that when I do become victorious, I can share and people will genuinely feel how devastating everything was for me. So, yeah. So Javi's like, if this is not happening, I mean, we're doing it like crazy. <laughs> Maybe it's time you go see a doctor. And if I need to see a doctor, I'll see a doctor. And shame, he's really cool about that. He's not one of those guys that are their toxic masculinity doesn't allow them to like believe that it could be them. So it's just like, no, go see a doctor. Let's see what this thing is about. And maybe you just have to like get on supplements and, you know, or the frequency, maybe something is off. Anyway, we go to the doctor, we find a gynecologist who's awesome. Um, and when I got there and explained my symptoms and he saw my age and he saw that I've had two kids before, he was feeling like, ah, oh, man, like maybe you guys are doing it too much. Who knew that that was a thing? <laughs> too much? Because he was asking like the frequency and all of that. I was like, mm, maybe take it down like a few notches. Maybe um, check your, your ovulation time, like get an app and do it at specific times. Like it'll come, you're young, it's fine. But he still felt like, okay, the two day periods he's not comfortable with. Um, maybe I should go for a scan and for blood tests. Cool. This time, Maswin is freaking out because he's like, no, no, no. Why is she tested? Why are you guys doing this? <laughs> you know? Um, but anyway, fine. Um, I had to do my pap smear anyway. So, yeah. So um, I did my pap smear. I got my blood work done. And then I went to get a scan. And when they did the scan, um, they found that there was a lot of water in my uterus, a uh, fluid. You can say water, I don't think it's water. There was a lot of fluid built up in my uterus, um, which the person, the radiologist was like, hmm, this is a little bit weird. Um, 
but it's fine, I'll just take the measurements and I'll send it to the doctor. So fine, uh, the doctor then says, okay, uh, let's just quickly call the lab. They call the lab, luckily everything is, is there. And they call the lab and they're just like, okay, let's just quickly check if it's a pregnancy, an ectopic pregnancy. I don't understand what's going on. But they were not going to give all the tests here in Eswatini. They had to, to send some of the tests in to South Africa. So then it's like, okay, fine. They checked quickly. It was a it was a phone call away. And they said, no, 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 she's not pregnant. There's no pregnancy. Um but and I was hopeful hey in that moment I was like, oh please Lord, let this be it. But no, not pregnant. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, cool. It shouldn't be anything. Maybe your uterus just has that water because uh, let's just hope it's ovulation or whatever. Like it's they even use the word ample, but you you know it's not that scary. But um let me just still get the tests done. Cool. I'm like fine but now I'm also like freaking out and he's like come in 10 days cool I'll come back in 10 days fine I go home and I'm stressed I'm like what the hell brah like what is this water I'm googling every single thing with why would there be fluid in my, my uterus checking 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 freaking myself out maybe my cancer blah 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 blah, blah. anyway um Fine. We go back. Ten days later, the results are back. And now, instead of just one doctor, we get two. Hmm. And a third one is on maternity leave, and but she's available digitally. So basically, it's a consult with three doctors. Oh, interesting. Cool. Then they tell me, okay, you don't have STIs? I think that would have probably been the worst news, especially because my husband was right there next to me. Awkward. Um, so, no sexually transmitted diseases. Yay. Um, there's nothing wrong with your kidneys and your bladder and all your organs seem fine. Um, however, you do have what is called PCOS. He even asked me, have you ever heard of PCOS? And I was like, no. It's like, PCOS because? No. I was like, no, I've never heard of it before. He's like, okay, fine. So basically, for the last two years, you've been infertile. Um, your, your eggs are not growing enough to be released into your uterus so that they can make a baby because your hormones are imbalanced. So I think he was giving it to me in super, super, super layman terms because he did mention that there's um, some uh, hormone that's basically causing havoc. It's also the reason why I, it was easy for me to pick up weight and yet very difficult for me to lose it. He then said that um, he is going, he's not going to treat me with, usually they treat people with a contraceptive yeah, because then usually contraceptives balance out your hormones and they normalize your periods and stuff. But obviously, because we're trying to have a baby, he can't put me on a contraceptive to fix it. So the best thing he can do is recommend a dietitian, who is the other doctor, um, who would put me on a program um, that would help me manage my hormones. But 
over and above that, I'm not allowed to be stressed. Exceedingly, like, a lot of stress. I'm not allowed to have a lot of stress. So, um, ideally, once should their stress hormone, the cord, it's called cortisol, should it should fluctuate. But it was seeming like mine, it seems like I was just consistently stressed out. Who knew? But apparently our lifestyles these days, stress is just there. And obviously also leaving my job, there's a lot of anxiety, thinking about stuff, starting businesses. It's It can be stressful. And yeah, doing a podcast, starting a new YouTube building a website it's 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 a lot <laughs> so yeah they're just like okay firstly you gotta take it a little bit easy because your cortisol is the one that then affects the other hormone in your reproductive system just trying to be you know pc yeah so and then your reproductive system gets all messed up then your insulin gets all messed up and your hormones are a lot of whack also the exercising I was doing was too aggressive, also increasing my stress. I also wasn't sleeping very well, so they also asked that this time around. I'm like, yeah, I'm not sleeping very well. They're like, yeah, definitely, you need to take down your stresses. You have to start making sure you get nine hours of sleep. You have to make sure that you're not exercising, doing any hectic cardio, can't walk for more than two Ks. Um, I'm like, y'all. How am I going to lose weight if I'm walking for two days? And they're like, no, I have to do weights instead. Um, so I've got two months. I'm now, I'm now going to, I think I'm in my first. I'm not keeping track. Um, but yeah, it's so basically two months to lose, um, they said 10 kgs, I think is what they said. And I was just like, good luck. We shall see. But I've been trying, like, it's not working, so I don't know what miracle thing will happen in two months that will make me drop that weight. But, hey, you're the doctors, <laughs> and you need what you need. And they're like, yeah, maybe after you drop that 10Ks, then you'll um, be in the zone to carry a baby to term. So, yeah, the dietitian then did a thing for me, a little eating plan situation. Um, and I'm oh I'm, I'm I am allowed to do weighted training and strength training, but I'm not I can't do like hit um, or aerobics anything that's basically like just gonna increase my stress hormone. And obviously I don't have visibility of my stress hormone. I don't have indicators that tell me that oh now you're high or whatever. Um, my husband tries you know to not stress me. Um, the kids poor little kids they want a sibling <laughs> they try to not um put too much stress but yeah it's so that's the physio physiology of it all right so i have this thing called pcos polycystic ovarian syndrome and basically i've got little cysts and currently i'm infertile um even though um i don't like that I don't like the label. I don't like saying I am and then having something after it. So usually I've been, I always say like I'm healing from PCOS. I try. Um, I'm healing from this infertility because I, I am still hopeful that God will bring me my baby. And um, it, it feels greedy, right? Because I do have two very, very beautiful babies that I love to bits. It's just that I genuinely felt like I had a third one in me. 
but um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I told Habi that because he's on some, bruh, let's like now, like, we need to really, really go gung ho and make sure we get this baby. Now he's committed. <laughs> At first, he was like, now he's like, oh, I think it's just that thing of, I think it's just that thing of when you're now told you can't have something, you suddenly want it more. Yeah. He now is like, no, baby, I'll give you a baby. We'll be fine. <laughs> But now I'm a bit apprehensive about starting now. I want to start once I know I've got my body under control because for the first time in my life, I actually feel like I can't control my body. And um, spiritually, more than anything, I was grateful because this disease, um, and they said I shouldn't call it a disease because it's a syndrome, meaning that it has it, there hasn't been enough research to show what causes it. And for me, I was grateful um, when I prayed. I told God that, you know, the desire to have a third child is what actually saved my life because this disease can lead to type 2 diabetes, it can lead to high blood pressure, and it can lead to uterine and or, or ovarian cancer. So had I not wanted to have a child, I wouldn't have known. And that's why your spirit is, in my opinion, so powerful. And if you you do listen, and I'm trying not to get emotional because there's no use being emotional. I've cried about this like many times. There's no need for me to cry in front of you guys about it right now. So um, yeah. I, was, I told God, like, I'm grateful that I had that desire in me. Whether that desire will lead to me having a baby, you know best, but that desire did save my life. Having the extra baby will be a big bonus, but the biggest bonus for me, the biggest thing for me is that it forced me to look into my reproductive system and understand my hormones, which is something I would have never done. And um, even as I shared um, with um, my friends and, you know, my cousins, most of them were like, you have a platform, you can raise awareness. Sometimes certain things happen to certain people because they're the ones that can bring light to the topic. And that's why I'm sharing. Didn't have to. Um, But I wanted to because... I do believe that women take their cycles for granted. Women are on contraceptives, which are completely rejected overseas, but they bring them to Africa. Just like I was on that um, injection, the depot, which is which is illegal everywhere else in the world except our continent because of the results and studies and whatever. But we, because our governments, I don't even know. I don't want to blame our governments, but I'm... There's not enough research on the impact of these these drugs that we put into our bodies to prevent pregnancy. The and it's all good and well, you know, your twenties, you're preventing that pregnancy, and it's important, right? Family planning matters, but not knowing the long-term side effects of what we're doing to our body, and with diseases like PCOS or syndromes, whatever, like PCOS, there's not a lot of funding to do research. So even after the the doctor told me about the stuff, they were also like, just know that even we are not um, 
like very well, you know, there's not a lot of research that we can give you and there's not a lot of work that is done. There's no medication for this. Everybody gives you something different. Every gynae gives people something different. They treat it differently on a case-by-case basis. And it's just, it's painful. Like all everything else I, I know now about what I can and cannot have it's, is what I'm finding out on YouTube channels. I go on Instagram. I follow TikToks. It completely, for the first week, it was taking over my life taking over my husband's life he has to listen to podcasts about it and luckily there is a podcast for husbands with wives with PCOS a support group and it's painful because it does lead to cancer you know it's one thing to treat the cancer but why not kill it at the root but anyway I don't want to get too much into that um, because I'm not an expert and it's not like I'm asking for funding or I am actually doing anything I just want to basically save my life because I don't want to die because of it. And that's my truth. And it's the first time that I realized that um, if your periods are irregular for no reason, you might want to see a doctor about it. If your body is telling you something, if you're just gaining weight and there's no real explanation for it, you might want to see a doctor, even just the difficulty. And the other thing was the shame, right? And the guilt associated with seeing people who haven't seen you in a long time and they feel like, oh my gosh, you're gaining so much weight. And you're thinking, but you know what? I actually am healthier. I'm healthier than my husband in terms of what we eat and working out. I'm always the one who's working out these days at home, you know. Maybe he, it's because he is his hormones are in tune. He he generally is the kind of person who listens to his body because he's a hypochondriac. <laughs> but for me, it didn't ever once hit that I should probably see someone about it. And the shame and the body shaming and the, not even the people like I could the gym instructors are always on time go hard go hard go hard but it's not about going hard even if I could go hard and go consistently I just wasn't seeing the results because there was nothing I could have done maybe if I maybe fasted and didn't eat for like 30 days or 21 days whatever is healthy maybe I would have seen results. But the minute I started getting into my normal eating pattern, I was going to go right back there. Because some of the things that I'm not allowed to eat are not things that I would have ever thought I'm not allowed to eat. So anyway, cut a long story short. Um, sometimes maybe you're well-meaning when you're telling someone like, uh, oh my gosh, you're, you're gaining so much weight. Maybe you you genuinely are feeling like... Um, Maybe me saying this will help them. Sometimes all you're doing is taking them a few steps back, especially if you don't understand the context. So, yeah, so I had to deal with also that. And even my husband was so, like, so, like, emotional because he felt like why... He always used to, like, wonder, am I eating stuff when he's gone? Because why am I not dropping the weight and yet... You know, I'm going so hard, like I eat all the things that are good. But 
So, yeah, for me, alcohol, that's another one. I thought, no, alcohol is cool. Everybody drinks alcohol. And things that I was able to do when I was younger, suddenly I'm not able to do because over a long period of time, the symptoms then become worse. So that's why I wouldn't have known. And my mom, when I told her, she was like, oh, I think I had that because all the symptoms you're talking about, I had. And she also struggled to have my brother. We've got an eight-year age gap between my brother and I, and it wasn't on purpose. So she struggled with infertility herself. She also had miscarriages. So those are the things that I'm just like, oh, now I have to look forward to this nonsense. But the difference is she didn't know what was wrong. I do. And that's why I'm just imploring you guys, please, go see a gynae if you have to. And we definitely want to continue um, sharing content. I just don't want to put unnecessary stress on myself or on my body. My priority right now is my health. And I wanted to share that with you guys because I love my Love Life Legacy community. And I like, I really, this is my passion. Like it's, I believe this is my work. Um, it's what, what I want to leave behind. And it, I just wasn't in the headspace. I can't even guarantee that I will be. Um, one of the symptoms is hectic mood swings, like crazy mood crashes. But with the protocol that I'm on, the diet I'm on, not even diet, it's like an eating plan and a lifestyle adjustment, I am seeing a notable difference. The mood swings, the fatigue, I'm seeing the difference. Even psychologically and emotionally, um, anxiety and the depressive episodes, like I'm seeing a huge, huge difference. Things that we don't normally share on these platforms, but yeah, going through the most, guys. <laughs> but yeah, so that is basically the summary of what I've been going through. I love you guys. I'm so grateful that you're here. Um, Subscribe if you want to, <laughs> no pressure. Um, but do like if you did watch all the way to the end. But thank you and keep your comments clean and shame free. I don't think I can handle it and I do read all the comments. <laughs> okay, bye, love you.